0: everybody, welcome to Old Guys Rural Radio, Season 4, Episode 26. We thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in. It is your guy, Chuck Olson, and I am chilling down here in the South World of Houston, and as usual, I'm tuning in with, to all of you all around the world with one of the best looking men fighting out of the blue corner, Dave <laughs> Licky. How are you, (laughs) Dan? I'm doing great, man. Awesome, awesome. So we've got a great show for you. Um, Go ahead, brother. uh, Yeah, I was just say before we
1: before we go into that, man. I got to tell you what I did yesterday. All right. So yesterday, um, I went with a friend and I harvested bees or harvested honey from the bees you know i was like yeah we made some honey but we really didn't the bees made the honey we just stole it uh, but i harvested honey so we went into the hives and we got all the you know and of course the bees are pissing pissed off and swarming and we got all the honey out dude local homegrown honey some badass stuff, but this guy, you know, he took me to do it because um, he wanted to show me how to how to do it. Because I've been talking to him about maybe raising bees because I got a little bit of land, don't know what to do with it. So I think I'm going to give you some beehives. I think I'm going to. I think I'm going to be so, a bee farmer, man.
0: There, there, there. Takes a, ladies and gentlemen, um, as you know, for what company? Best company in the country is who I work for. But on many occasions, I've had to put the bees to them. Yeah. So. The first time you're in the B-suit, it is not very fun until you get back into the B-suit. I don't know if that makes sense, Danny. But right when you get it on there and you, they first start giving you the old tippy-tap, yeah. the first few minutes is a little bothersome. And the worst thing is is that, and, and I've been through this, for, you never go to one of those jobs alone. Yeah. Or one of those harvestings alone. Because if you leave a little one or two inch gap, oh, they're going to find it and you are really not going to have a good day. Oh, yeah. You he can't had, dance in those B-suits very well. He, he there had ain't had, no good Michael Jackson moves. He had a and hole about the size of a nickel
1: right on his yeah. neck, but it was on the neck opposite where I was. And so, you, you know, you smoked it up. Yeah, tape well, it up. eventually we did. But it was really kind of funny because he got bit, and I'm like, they're inside your, your helmet. and I'm like, how are they getting in? So, anyway, I would see him, and I'd reach up, and I'd squish him in his helmet but, yeah. or, you know, inside of his there hat. I will tell you when I first got in, the you know I, they gave me and if you've ever done it you know you've got like the hats that have like the little tent that comes down Dude, and then you've family, got like the I space it, helmet yeah. part of my living right I know that I was just talking about people on okay. the show I know okay. you know but, <laughs> right. but do you have do you have the hat that's got the thing that comes down or do you have like the space helmet
0: uh, no hat the thing comes down okay. zips onto the collar right. shirt white thing then gloves that zip yeah. on yeah
1: so I kind of like a space helmet looking thing I mean it's just it's just a, the nylon mask it's just the mesh but it's like big and round. Well, at first it was sitting back on my head, and it was like real close to my eyes and my face. And so when the bees would land on it, that was a little disturbing. And then after I moved yeah. it forward and pushed them off my face shift, about two inches, yeah, I was I was okay then. So the only issue I had was early, you know, right when I was just trying to get that um, that that face man, because none of it bothered me. I never, ever once, and he even said, hey, if you, if you start to panic or you get too much, then just let me know and, you know, walk out walk and off. I'll come in and I'll just smoke walk you.
0: off. I'll smoke you.
1: Well, because, you know, you get a little thing of smoke because it makes the bees disoriented and then they don't bother you as much.
0: Do you have a smoke so, container? Funny, funny, funny thing about my job is we don't have smoke containers. Yeah. So you just go out there and you go to kill them. And then when you go out there and you go to kill them, they really, you think they're not happy with you when you're smoking them. <laughs> just can't. wait until they, they know you're killing the whole hive. Yeah. And it sounds like a drum roll. So and it's a little different from what you were doing it. than what I was
1: doing because I wasn't out there to kill them. Yeah, we yeah. were just there to rob them. <laughs> yeah,
0: they, you know, I guess you know it depends on the crime. They're both felonies. <laughs> what are you going to do? Exactly. So thanks again for doing Old Guys Real Radio. We appreciate you tuning in uh, a little uh, pest control slash bee harvesting. That is one of the few. Um, uh, I don't know if you call them best bees. Uh, bees are one of the most important things on the planet. Yeah. I mean, if it oh. wasn't for them, we're really not. We're not going to be good. Not do good. Done good. Um, Danny, I'm afraid uh, for the calendar. I think it stays are numbered. <laughs> <laughs> my, my wife told me I should do lunges to stay in shape. I said that would be a really big step forward. <laughs> all right, so so I do. You know, you you were talking about how
1: important bees are, but this is kind of funny because you yeah. always hear about the African bees, right? And we all know how horrible African bees can be. Well, he had yeah. a hive that was half African. It, it was a it was a blended hive, right? And mm-hmm. he said mm-hmm. that's actually better because like the, af- the African bees work harder. And so it's a much more productive hive because they they are more aggressive and they work harder and you know they they'll when you're they as long as you're not after their queen I mean they're pissed off and angry but it's not like they were attacking you because they're not as dangerous cuz you know the thing about the african bees is like they'll chase you for like a mile and they just want to kill you and that so it's like it takes out the killer instinct, but it makes him much more productive. So he had a mixed hive, and it, it was really productive. But we we had, he had five hives, and we robbed five of them, and we got almost fifteen gallons worth of honey.
0: Nice, yeah. Uh, that you know, and that's that's money. I mean that that's free money. About twelve. put them up bucks. on the down. Yeah, Man. four or five hundred bucks at least. Absolutely. So we're gonna we're gonna kind of. Have an interesting show for you today. Uh, preseason football is starting, so we'll get to the NFL in a minute, which you know is our favorite sport and we like to talk to about. And uh, I have to tell you, uh, our, there was a particular team, the Strewers, who, yeah. Yeah, who looked pretty good when they had their guys out there. There was and, a particular uh, so, team, the Cowboys, who looked like crap. And Lunch Group look like dump heap yeah they oh could; those bees wouldn't even a wimp for them because they don't like crap oh my, god. Oh my god but uh <laughs> i don't even know um we'll, we'll get there we we'll get there we've got a lot of good stuff for you today so thank you for tuning in so i want to uh, do some recognition first of all if you haven't ever tried Glendalock whiskey it's available around the country we love them it's good stuff haven't heard from you in a while guys um but anything you send us is gone first of all it's just good stuff so we thank them for uh, so getting just giving us some free stuff. Um, now, I met a couple of, I went on an adventure, a true adventure, folks. I just kind of jaunted around the country for three or four days here <laughs> and there. And as I did, um, I had a lot of great adventures. Uh, I just, I've got to tell you that there was a couple of folks I met along the way that were not, not just interesting that I wanted to bring up, so... Um, one of my favorites was a Marine in Atlanta, and we sat down and we started talking about sports and talking about things. He's a young guy, and I'm just going to give you a sh- uh, shout out over the Boston Mass, uh, Marine fella I met. You get your comments on our page, and you get your comments on the website. Was that an I Irish just ordered Boston all the guy? shirts. Yeah, he was kind of. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't, it's hard for me to say, where's the keys? I got to point my kind of guys. I'm pack, my car. But, uh, but you wouldn't have said that to his face. I mean, dude was jacked up in a young Marine. And I fought many Marines when I was a younger fellow, but it's just not in my, in my scope of work anymore. <laughs> but he was a really nice guy and a family, man. So I'm giving him a shout-out, first of all, because um, this is about people. Very kind. Bought me a beer. We had some good jokes and good laughs. And then uh, my buddy, Big Ralphie, up there, um, he, he embraced our thing. It's his birthday, so we send some love up to Ralph. We're going to come out there, and we're going to beat you in golf here in a few weeks. But I send the love up to Ralph because on his birthday wishes, all he asked for anybody around the world was, please, uh, do something kind for somebody else, which we've been preaching for, geez, I don't know how many months on both shows, the spicy one and the normal one. So, um, Hey, cheers to you up there, buddy. Um, we were on a security team for a long time. Um, we, we fought the good fight together, and he's a, he's a good man. And I respect and appreciate him. So, I got some top five. It's been a while. Folks. Right. It's been too long since <laughs> I broke out some of my famous or soon to be infamous top five. <laughs> All right, top five. So, um, Danny, uh, we can start wherever you want. I mean, I I, I got a ton of them. So, um, who would you say um, the top five rookies? sports players of all time throw me one or two and i'll throw you one are you talking all sports or just football yes so oh i thought we were just talking football oh no so i I made it a broader scope we're going back to football in a minute but um i think so i've got out of my list that i pulled up i pulled up like four lists but i gotta tell you um a couple of them off my list just numerically make you go holy smokes so Um, you can go football. I'll go basketball. I've only got two from football and one from baseball. So, um, what's your what's your number one um, all time? My number one all time was impacted the game.
1: Gale Sayers. He he was my number one, and I think he was still. I think he was pretty spectacular his rookie year. That's the hard part is you know these guys may have been great when they were young, but then the question is were they really that great when they were a rookie? You know.
0: Well. Uh, you can look at the yardage that he ran that first year. Gale Sayers had a short career. He uh, he was uh, he was yeah. he was in the top three in the league as, as a rookie um, back in the dirty days where you didn't. But there was a whole. So I would just tell you that he's one of the greatest running backs of all time of any generation. Yeah. Watch videos of him run, and his he just had a stride, and there was no effort yeah. to him running away from everybody. So uh, I'll start with my. Uh, Oop, I was at the top of the list, so let me go back down to the bottom of the list. And I think this one's very telling. Um, my number five all-time best rookie was uh, Ichiro Suzuki uh, yeah. for the Mariners. Yeah. Um, he came now. A couple of the guys on my list are not rookies to the sport. So I think that's another interesting point about rookies. A lot of the Japanese and and Chinese baseball players, they come over to America and they've been playing for four or five years, and came up in through their their training systems. So same with him. But there was no doubt if you folks, if you haven't ever seen him play, they, you could not, you just couldn't beat him at the plate. A lot of a lot of pitchers would just give him a ball that he couldn't dink over the wall because they were sick of throwing to him. So you take him out of their whole deal, 10, 15 pitches. And uh, just in his rookie season, I mean, numbers are numbers, but he, he batted three fifty as a rookie.
1: Good grief.
0: Right. So that's, so that's, yeah. Not, yeah. that's not a joke. Come into Major League yeah. Baseball. Now, six years over there, 20 years over here, played 25 years. So Suzuki, I'd say, definitely won the top five. Rabbit ears, rookies. To yeah. play in in major in sports. So, yeah. your turn, big
1: guy. Um, well, because I was all in football, and when, like I said, it, it, it's kind of hard. So, I'm sticking kind of close to home, but I had Earl Campbell as one of them. Mm. I had another so, one Another one from uh, Southwest Conference, Eric Dickerson, because I think he was pretty so in
0: his uh, rookie. On the list also, on yeah. my list also. So, I'll tell you that um, – he Eric Dickerson, when he came in the league, he was a really big dude, 6'3", 220. Yeah. And at that time, um, that was a really big player overall. Yeah. It was 83. Um, and so he, he, he scored 18 touchdowns with 50 run one receptions. Um, he had over 1,800 yards his rookie season for yeah. a record at the time. So Dickerson was a beast. And Dickerson was one of those guys. He was just a weird enigma, you know, with his glasses and his... his, uh, And and his running style, because he ran, ran, you know, almost straight up. Kind of, almost straight up. Yeah. And was explosive, but he had that weird weird running style. And And power. So there was... He, oh, well again, big dude yeah, like that you yeah. know, big as the bus, but in his day, there was no, there wasn't a lot of a way you had to plan. That's a rookie and a player for most of his career. He carried the Rams on his, on his big yeah. back for a lot of years. So, yeah. uh, definitely agreed on that. Um, I'm going to jump over to, uh, I'll leave, I'll leave the football to you. I've got another football, but, um, Oscar Robertson, um, in his rookie season, 1960, he averaged 30.5 points a game. Uh, 10 assists, uh, and a 40, 48% field goal percentage as a rookie in the NBA. Wow. He was the first player to average a triple-double, which was the next two years in the league. He averaged a triple-double in the league um, for two years in a row. Uh, hadn't been done since Westbrook, which is a different game. Um, so I would say not only is he one of the greatest rookies, but you got to put Oscar Robertson up there because um, he was about six seven range you know middle, medium build and just was smooth dude you just could not stop him he was too big on both sides of the ball so that's my guy i'm one of my other guys for our top on that one rookies are the best rookies ever and one maybe one of the best nba players ever
1: very cool <clears throat> very cool
0: you've got another one um
1: like i said i had to stay close to home so this one's from oklahoma and it was barry sanders He was pretty awesome his rookie year.
0: So, well, I don't know about his rookie year. Um, I don't – all I can say is it doesn't matter what year. Oklahoma State, uh, rookie year, (laughs) fifth year. And then I would tell you – okay, so Barry Sanders was the most elusive, small, explosive back I can remember. His his
1: rookie year he had uh, 1,470 yards. Uh, a 5.3 average he had um 282 yards rushing i mean for a rookie that's quite a few he really didn't do a
0: lot of pass catching because they didn't need him to no but because they just hand the ball and and booyah but one of the things i remember about barry sanders was he was just a highlight reel yeah but he was tough He, he wasn't he wasn't the biggest dude um for sure. But he definitely had a lot more power than than, uh, than people people gave him. Yeah. Um, no, he was great. And, and then when we go on. So the biggest thing that freaked me out about Barry Sanders, though, I, you, you love him. Even after football, he's been nothing but a class act. Yeah. But what in the blazes happened? I mean, he wasn't hurt. He wasn't under contract negotiations. There wasn't a lot going on in his personal life. And I've never seen one of those uh documentaries or Danny mentaries that go back and go, whatever happened to. There's no really great explanation for why Sanders just. It felt like. I swore, dude. I swore he wanted to win a championship. So he retired. he was going to do the retire and go to the Steelers. I, of course, I was up to the Steelers because we didn't have a running back time. But I remember the days he retired, you're like, what? No, 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 no. And then he didn't come back.
1: I thought he was under contract and didn't want to play, and I thought that they weren't going to let him go anywhere else. I thought that was it. But um, So, well, here it just says, the reason I'm retiring is my desire to exit the game is greater than my desire to remain in it. And I think that has to do with being in,
0: in Detroit. That you know, honestly, back then football was a different game. Yeah, contractually, players had a harder time getting out of things. And I thought he retired to go to another team because that was about the only way to get out of a long-term heavily structured contract. Yeah, but here again, he didn't. And I, and what a loss! What a, what a bunch of crap! Because I mean, you want to talk about you got to put him in the top five running backs all the time, um, but you just again. Top five rookie, top five athlete. All right, so my last one for the category is kind of fun, and I really don't think that um, this dude like him or hate him for all the what do they call. It? He said I, it was ten to twenty thousand women I was with over my career. I was like, good, Oh my god,
1: yeah, good, uh, good Dr. lord! T. But no, wrong no, one. No,
0: wrong. Magic. No, no. Okay, great player. No. Oh, dude, stop! You're, you're gonna, you're gonna get some no, really bad. We'll tear no, we no, No, yeah, yeah. I was correct. trying, to, I was you, trying to remember which one of those guys was talking about I mean, ten thousand women. A couple women. More generalized all-star African and black guy, Americans. Oh, dude, you started killing me. I started getting worried with complaints. <laughs> so, so I just want to put this out there: Rook, not rookie year. Um, not, not, not his entire, his entire career. First of all, he averaged thirty points and 23 rebounds for his career. So he did the same thing as a rookie, but yeah. there's never going to be ever anyone in basketball that averages 30-20 again. Hey, hey, just, I, I,
1: I got to just ask you this. Yeah. All right. So if you sleep with a different woman every night, every night, to sleep with 10,000 women it will take you twenty seven point four
0: years. I just He played twenty years in the NBA. He played twenty years in the NBA, bro. But that's a different woman Ta-da.
1: every night. And so that's multiple women and I'm just going It was a different won't world your, back then, man. Just the sixties and seventies. I mean. 60s and 70s was a different world. No, I'm, I'm just talking about you just wear it out. I mean, at, at, at some point in time,
0: I am i don't know, man. You know, I have not found so lo- I, Danny, I, I haven't heard you in about 30 seconds. Danny, yeah, Danny, yeah. I haven't heard you in about 30 seconds. All right, sorry. You broke up for no, about 30 seconds. Uh, and uh, no, I'm, it's not you. It's, your, it's my mic.
1: You're not hearing it, but I'm. I'm coming through. I just don't know that I could ever – I I, I I think I would wear out. I mean ten thousand is just that's just so too damn. Much. I was looking back hey, at it. Hey, quite frankly I was I'm too picky. I don't know that I could find ten thousand women that I would want to sleep with.
0: The at some point, wouldn't you uh, want to sleep once or twice? Actually life? well you know Well, it uh, it depends depends on the you know, okay. I wouldn't want to eat ten thousand steaks. Uh, yeah. But, but it depends on where the steaks are coming from. So if I've got I heard of cattle, Kobe O we watch Kobe O beef. I probably could but but I, I messed up on one thing. His rookie year. Yeah. Excuse me for underrating him. Um, he he scored over 2700 points. Wow. 37 points a game with over 2000 rebounds. There was a 30 there were 30 and 40 the year before. They were 49 and 26 and they went to the finals in the Eastern division. As a rookie he averaged that. So uh, yeah. they called him the Big Dipper. I don't know if you. this <laughs> 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 was going to be inappropriate. Of course they so did. So it wasn't because of, of course. Was, and so throughout his career they did. So <laughs> you would think it was because it weren't inappropriate. But it's because back in those days, man, high ceilings really weren't a thing. Yeah. You know, classrooms, homes, they were built for uh, a smaller generation of people. So he could hardly go anywhere without the old. So they called him yeah. the Big Dipper. Now, uh, then, then he had all those ladies and they called him the big dripper. Ba bam bam. <laughs> all right. Bam right. bam So, thank you for tuning in, to old guy, to radio. Germans out there. Hey, I got some good words for you, too. Uh, I got a cause on this show. Um, and everybody around the world, we thank you for tuning in. Ladies and gentlemen, it's, uh, we're well into our fourth year and rounding around to our fifth. Um, but we ask you three things when you tune in the show one, like us. Two. Share us. Three.
1: Do something nice for somebody.
0: Oh, well, I guess there's five things. Have a beer and put a dad joke on our website. or on our. <laughs> so yeah. we ask five things. Just go on our website or go wherever you want to reach us. Uh, text, uh, email. Um, how can they reach us at email? I don't remember.
1: Uh, you can reach us at oldguysruleradio.com, and you can go in and just click on the link, and it'll send us an email. Or you can reach us at oldguysruleradio.com. <laughs> at yahoo.com. So there you are. It's pretty simple. And you know you can find us at Old Guys World Radio on just about anything. And if you type in Old Guys World Radio, we have like 14 of the first 15 that come
0: up. You just can't miss us. Old Guys World Radio. Uh, don't forget it. It's easy. I've, I've been challenged by by some friends of mine who don't like all of the major sites. And so later on, uh, for all the family and friends out there, we're going to try to get on Rumble because um, Rumble's a site that we're not on. Okay. And I don't know what it requires to get on there. Um, so Danny's going to take a note, because um, I went I had the pleasure of visiting my family in Ohio. You have to go through the jungle. Much, uh, welcome to the... No, you got to Rumble oh. in the jungle. Dude, I was, <laughs> my that was boxing a reference, I was, come on, man. Oh, man, I, I, I slipped up on that, that one. Went so right I went right by you. <laughs> <laughs> it was the wrong one because the theme song for the Cincinnati Agent Bengals, when you go to one of their games, is "Welcome to." They play it real loud. So um, I have to say something about something weird in the world before we go to our favorite part of the show. Sure. Is um um because I was traveling to city to city like a vagabond, and it was really kind of cool. Except I was flying <laughs> on planes and running through airports. Um, I was about well, I was earshot. And heard a mass shooting going, as they call them now. Um, so, for any of you who know me, I've got years of training in all sorts of situations. But the sad part was because it was on my fourth flight already. Um, I reached over for my firearm, <laughs> and uh, yeah, about that. Um, and went to go at at the problem instead of go away. And so, for the first time in my life, I went run away, run away. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's my other advice for folks: is that if something, if you don't hear it, like if the firecrackers aren't, you know, right there, and you see the firecrackers, then and you hear them a little bit away, get moving. Because it's really hard to get anyone when they're really far away. From you. So, no matter the weapon, get moving. I did, uh, ran back into the casino. By the way, and uh, yeah. and went back in there and and sat back down at the quarter machine I was at and played a little while. And everything seemed fine. So God bless you all. And so thanks for tuning in to Old Guys Real Radio. It's our favorite part of the show. Uh, I want Danny to sing. Uh, I want Danny to sing. Uh, favorite part of the show. Hey, run B-W-E-W-R-U-N, beer, beer
1: run. All we need is ten and fiver cars and a key and a sober driver. B-W-E-W-R-U-N, beer, beer run. Beer,
0: beer. is good. Beer is good. Beer is good. Beer, beer. Beer is good. Ah, beer. All right, there you go. All right, you, go, you go first. Um, All right, so <laughs> mine's kind of funny. It's ironic. Big Danny out there, love you, bro. He was talking about Okay, so as I talk about this beer, anyone in the world that has any way to get a hold of Troy Aikman, big fan, good-looking, uh, deserved to be in the Hall of Fame, Jimmy Johnson, you know, all these other things, whatever you want to say about Troy Aikman, like him. Um, even like him announcing. I think he's a little up. Troy, I think you're a little bit one-sided on your uh, announcing. I think you, you pick your favorites. But most announcers do, so Joe Buck's not a great partner. Oops, so now he's not going to come on the show. So I do have to tell you, that honestly um, so we went through so I drank really low calorie if no calorie beer or whatever I didn't do great on my vacation with my food because I really like wings and when you travel to like five cities your buddies take you to wing places come on man so uh, working my way back down you know, from where I was But Troy Aikman sir your company started a light beer uh, and Danny said it's better than the youngling light or the, the Budweiser Zero, or the Youngling uh, uh, Flight, and all these other beers that I usually pick up. So as I was going grabbing some burgers to cook today, um, some meat to make up burgers, I, I grabbed Troy Aikman's 8 Elite Light Lager. And um, it's 4% alcohol. It's got three carbs a can, basically. And uh, here you go. Danny said it was the best of all of them. And here you go. I enjoyed
1: it. So hopefully you'll at least like it. You don't have to make it the favorite, but I hope you like it. So, as you've heard on our show
0: before, (laughs) whoops. (laughs) The longer it takes me to decide my comments, the 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 better I like it. Because when we take a sip of a beer, oh, that's not the one. Um, It's not available everywhere right now in Texas. But that is the best, That that's the best light beer I've ever had. I've ever had. Really? Um, I'm going to give it pretty damn whatever, young. whatever my highest rating is for a beer. For those of you looking for something, it I don't taste like beer. I taste, comes in a white can, says the spelled out word eight, like his number. Um, Cowboys colors blue and white. Look for it, buy it. Um, now, f- for you, for it isn't for IPA lovers. No. It isn't for really hoppy beer people. But when you line this up, if you taste tested this, the last five beers I've told you about on the show, they're, they're not bad selections. The Bud Light Zero, it's pretty nasty, but it has nothing in it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. So right. I admit I drink it because it just doesn't have anything in it. Hey, I'm hey, not saying I do that, it.
1: that Bud Light Zero, that Bud Zero, whatever that thing is that you're talking yes. about, it is the rice cake of beers. You you don't eat rice don't cake because they're, they're good. Oh. You eat them because it's something to do, and it has no calories, and it doesn't fill you up, and it doesn't do anything <laughs> yeah. bad to your body. You that's, know what I'm saying? That's, <laughs> that's, it. that's
0: it. Well, that is. So so this would be for me. This would be like ramen. So here again, <laughs> I want to keep the noodles down today, but it's at least it's decent and tastes good, um, and it does it does a trick. I'm on my I'm on my fourth one today, and I give that I give that a, it is the winner. Uh, ding ding ding! I, I don't have my sound effect thing out, but that's the, uh, the the all the challenge winner of all the light beers I've had lately. So just and the, wait a minute. We're
1: not on video. Around the clip. but we're, we're not on video, but I keep this in my refrigerator at all times. Yeah, and yeah, so, so I, like, I just reached in and I pulled one out. <laughs> this is called the the eight. No, he didn't just longer. say he
0: reached in and pulled it out. No. He said he reached in and pulled one out. Because if he reach in and pulls it out, I'm going to throw up everywhere. Well, All right, Danny. No, no. <laughs> but
1: if I reach in and pull two out, would you be impressed? <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so now I'm gonna throw up twice. All right, all right, buddy. Now I so think. Th- th- thanks for tuning. In. What do you got? For there's us? a possibility. Looks like it's something interesting.
1: Yeah, there's a possibility. I've had this one before, but if I have, it's been a long, long time ago. And I just felt when I bought it last week, it just felt like the right thing to do. Oh, it the is arrogant the bastard! Arrogant bastard! And you know, sometimes you can ask. Which one is it? Just though, ask, ask Chuck. Like three, sometimes there, well, I'm an up. arrogant bastard, Danny.
0: Yeah, Danny. There's a cup. There's a couple of them. Uh, which one is it?
1: This one's the ale. It says "arrogant bastard ale." That's all. Okay, because there's
0: another one that just says "arrogant bastard." It okay. doesn't say what it is. Well, this one's the different ale. color can,
1: and it's 7.2 percent alcohol by volume. I don't have my glasses on, so I can't read anything else on the on the can. It is a red and black can, um, you know. And so there you go. So it's a dark beer. It's got a good Solar- aroma. That's a good beer. I mean, it's not great. Um, I think you need to like an IPA. It's got a little bit of a hoppy flavor to it. And, hey, it may even be an IPA for all I know because, like I said, I don't have my glasses on so I can't tell you. But it's a good solid beer. Um, I I am going to be somewhere. Well, it says drink fresh numb school So it's got to be a drink it, right? Anybody that's going to call somebody a numb school it's it's worth going in and drinking so um, I'm gonna give it a drink it it's on the low side of the drink it so if you got other things nice. like if you run across a an eight and you want to save the calories don't go for the angry bastard but if you're just feel in that kind of a mood yeah go ahead and grab one and drink it well
0: the other thing is is that if you got time for one big ass can of beer, then you get one of those, and you drink that down. And if you drink it quick enough, it'll probably put a, take the edge off and let you eat your steak or kind of watch your stupid show. But on the other hand, if you got time to enjoy three or four cans of beer, then the, the same effect cumulatively will happen, and your body will process this other stuff a little bit a little bit better. Ta da! Sorry, right, so I, used I my created
1: while we were doing seconds. this, I created a Rumble account. Um, I haven't figured out how to upload anything, but I'm going to work on it and see if we can upload uh, some of our shows to the uh, Rumble account, if so. um, Alright,
0: this would be a good one because I'll mention my my cousin out there in Ohio. I'm all my cousins and my my uncle's awesome. By the way, Uncle... we're we're, we're sending you a shirt. And everybody goes, you're sending us a shirt. So I went out and I bought a big old buttload of shirts and a big old buttload of hats and uh, the dime's in and the order's in and so you're right up on the list. So for each of you who contribute to the show, not only will you get something, you'll get an old guy's radio something. I was just going to start sending out random stuff like, you know, uh, a bottle cap opener with boobs on it or, you know, just some kind of random cool stuff that, you know, stuff that people would love. But I uh, went in there, found a place that's local. They're not too overpriced. They're good people. Uh, gave them our business. Old Guys World Radio stocked up again, loaded, ready for action. And Glendalock, look, whiskeys, they're coming right back with a slide. Anyway, so thank you for tuning in to Old Guys World Radio. Next topic. All right. What do we I got? Know, that sounds kind of bad. So I don't know, man. I, I, ladies and gentlemen, What's I've been the missing the NFL. All... Okay, well, I, I would what love were you to. missing? Sorry. Um, well, I, I taught my kid, uh, my my step about democracy back a while back. Um, I had them vote on which movie to watch and which pizza to order, and then I picked the movie and the pizza because I'm the one with the money. <laughs> <laughs> My friend asked me, he goes, what's the best thing about living in Switzerland? I said, man, I really don't know, but the flag's a big plus. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I like that one. That was good. (laughs) My my wife thinks I don't give her enough privacy. I mean, at least that's what she wrote in her diary. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God's <laughs> sakes! I've got real, real brain issues. So, um...
1: yeah, but that's, what, make you, that, the... that's what makes the show fun, right? Yeah, uh, just i not all it. there.
0: Oh, it's it's my wife's birthday next week, and she's been living jewelry catalogs like strategically placed all around the house, Danny. Yeah, yeah. So, so I bought her a magazine rack. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. That's so, awesome. I think that for me, for the NFL, I think the things we talked about in mid, you know, mid off season are kind of playing out a little bit. Yeah. The teams, some of the teams we thought were going to be good, going to be good. Um, there's some surprisers. but I don't want to dig into every team too much right now. Right. The season's coming, and so um, I just wanted to kind of go top level for everybody. Um, after a couple, a couple so, of so so I got I gotta, I gotta so, ask
1: real quick. Did you watch any yeah. of the games over the weekend?
0: I did. I watched three or four games. No, okay. not. All right. I watched the beginning of like four games. Okay. Because if you get any glimpse of anything at this point in the preseason, because remember, folks, the preseason's much shorter right now. We only get one more week of preseason and then it's boomy, boomy, bang, bong. You're spinning. Are you there? You're spinning. Yeah, yeah. No, You're you spinning. were You're spinning. No, you were spinning. Okay. <laughs> we're talking about our
1: video feed. Yeah, Chuck so, was kind of wavering in and out. So go ahead and repeat what you were saying about um, early, the early part of the games because I don't know if everybody heard that.
0: Well, I mean, I think that the, the best thing to do in the preseason is to kind of get a snapshot. Because about half of those players are going to go on to your practice squad, um, and then some teams with quarterback issues like the Steelers are going to going to start their their big guy, and then you might get a little snapshot. So, do you think the Steelers, Steelers are going to make a the,
1: play for Garoppolo?
0: Um, so, I don't think they have to anymore. Okay. All right. Um, and the the reason I say that, and I got to get his name, um, but uh, I'll dig into that a little more. Um, I'm going to kick over what your what your perception of uh, uh, just top level. So uh, we'll start off with AFC playoffs. Okay. Who do you think will be there? Because uh, I'm going to Google his name. I hate to be. Yeah. He's number 14. He's out of Georgia, and sure, the dude yeah. looked like the best receiver I've seen. And t- he was injured, so they got him at nothing. The Steelers are the the Steelers are one of the best teams in the league at picking up people that aren't number one, number two picks, and finding little gemstones like Najee Harris. So now they've got two of the best gemstones in the draft that nobody wanted. Right. And uh, watch out. That's the guys with the attitude who come into the league with an attitude. That's who goes in the Hall of Fame. So go ahead. Uh, uh, AFC, uh, I, I I don't know, man. I mean, I All think right. I've got the AFC championship game pretty close. What do you, who you got? Okay,
1: so I've got I've – got, I think, I think um, in the East it's going to be the Bills. I think they're going to win their division. Against who? What, who are they going to beat in their division? No, I mean, I think the Bills are going to win their division. Yeah. I'm just talking about division champs right now. I think the Bills will win their division. Oh, okay. I think if you go into the, what is it, the north, which is the Bengals. Um, and then I think the Titans are going to win their division, and I think the Chiefs are going to win their division. That, those are my. That's my pick for the NFC East. Now, I mean, or for the AFC. For the AFC, I think it's going to be um, probably the Bills and the Bengals will be in the AFC Championship. So that's, that's just me. I was but thinking.
0: So I, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with that. You know, uh, uh, there's going to be a couple of weird, crazy ass injuries, as we know, that could. That, right. But I see. It's probably two or three teams from last year are still so solid across the board Titans with Henry coming back healthy. Yeah. Um, and having enough time out to get healthy. They're going to be a tough out. Um, I don't know if the Bengals did enough in the off season to shore up. You may be they've right. They've got a, yeah. a, a, they've got a, they've got a, they've got a great quarterback as a leader. Um, but man, I, everybody keeps pointing back at the chiefs. So this is, how I was going to bounce back to you for I grab one more beer. Sure. Um, So, do you think the Chiefs? You got in. So, here's the antagonist kind of side of it, right? Right. They obviously lost their biggest weapon. Um, They've got two of the best runners in the league in the backfield. They've got Mahomes, but their offensive line lost some help. Mm -hmm. And they they lost, well, smallest, but one of the hottest dump off game changers that we've seen in five or ten years. So,. Are the Chiefs still the team, or has it moved over now where the Bills are? Today? I think I think it's moved to the
1: Bills. I mean, I wasn't picking the Chiefs to be in the championship. And I even read some articles where a lot of people are picking the Broncos to win a division. The Chiefs will make the playoffs, but the Broncos win the division. And if that – I mean, so I think some other people think the Chiefs are – I think the Chiefs are still the team in their division, so I, th- I pick them to win their right. division. But I worry – those things you mentioned are why I worry about them going deep or making another run for the for the uh, Super Bowl. So that's why I gave oh, it to the Bills. But, you know, when you look at – it's one of those things. When you look at the Titans, the Bills, and the Chiefs – I mean, the Titans, the Bengals, and the Chiefs, all three of those teams have some warts. There are some flaws that they've got, some things that you need to worry about, uh, about them going further. So none of them are perfect and they're all beatable, which may be if, – if it plays out like that – could make it very fun in the playoffs for a wild card team because a wild card team who gets good late in the season and is healthy could really upset the turnip card and make a run against some of these other teams that we don't think are necessarily going to be there for them. So um, that's going to be the fun of the AFC to me. Uh, but I do think right now, the Bills, I think they're going to be the team to beat. That, that's just my opinion. I,
0: I don't think you could have got a better. Um, <laughs> AFC Divisional game, than what you got out of the the Chiefs uh, and the Bills last year. That, I mean, so especially when you look at how today's game is designed, where it's all offense and they want score, score, scores. That was so exciting that other than the flaw in the system of, of overtime, I mean, we could still be watching that game for you God's sake. You know, but here's <laughs> so, the thing.
1: They're trying to make the change in it because they say it's a flaw in the system. But you know what? It's not.
0: It really isn't. No. Well, I, I just I just don't let, believe. I don't like the gotta, change. I, think when, I don't. we got to go back to old but school, brother. Yeah. Let's take it back to the old school yeah. where you get this many minutes. Okay. And the first guy who scores, bye. There isn't this and that and this well, and that. I, and old I, school I, days. Playoffs, you got to have a winner. I do agree. Days, yeah, s- sudden I, death. It's over. Yeah, but I do agree
1: with the don't let a team win get first possession and win on a kick, on a kick because what was happening no. with that is that you know you were getting gotcha. some dude kicking a you field got before. a sixty your guy can yeah. kick from
0: sixty yeah three plays and then they kick a bomber so and I, that, that I guess should be it I guess so, that might be the one I, but but we got to draw it to a line of but yeah um, if they drive down there and score a touchdown game over. Yeah, it is, and, and I'm
1: sorry. Okay, I, I'm sorry that you lost the toss, but you know what? Right. Your defense needs to grow a pair of balls, step up, and stop that offense at some <laughs> point in man. time. And if your defense doesn't have balls and their de- defense doesn't have balls, then it's a coin flip because otherwise yeah. you're going to have nine overtimes and A versus LSU, and like I like that one. I, yes, that one. I watched game that game. I, I watched that game, and overtime was longer than the game because it went nine overtimes. Because it's it was the scenario where just each team scoring, 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 and you know after the third one at that time they did it where you had to kick a two pointer, and it didn't matter. They were still matching each other point for point for nine overtimes. So, at some point, you got to draw it. And I do like... I do want to... Don't win it on a kick. If you kick it and the other team does not score, then it's over. And if the other team gets a touchdown, it's over. And if you get a touchdown, it's done. And I'm okay with that. There needs to be some finale in the game.
0: One and done. Yeah. One and done, brother. So, um, I I have a little feeling that the Raiders might make a little mess this year. Um, They got better. Um, They picked... They picked up some really strong talent. They got Adams from the Packers, and he's another one of those guys. Um, but I want to throw a little, little leg room under my boys, the Steelers. Um, that receiver they got out of Georgia, he he's just a beast. I mean, that's all there is to it. Uh, if you watch the preseason game, three different quarterbacks threw to him, and nobody could stop And, yes, he's... Rookie and playing against the second team, but you need you need to truly watch out for Pickens out of Georgia. He was injured, and so he came in the league with kind of an attitude. And Mister Mister Number Fourteen, the Black and Gold are counting on you. And I watched off-season training for our, for our running back Harris, and he was beating people up. I mean, literally in a ring, punching head bag like your brother Chuck does, and he was out there trying to cut weight so he could toughen up. So I, I I'm going to say the Steelers playoffs. Um, I'm not going to say win the win the AFC, but I'll go I'll go Bengals against you. Okay. So my, my first is uh, Bengals slash Steelers. So you can go slash. You've got to go slash. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we go into the NFC. So, so so I do um, I,
1: I do want to say this year should be really yeah. good football. I mean, it I, I think there's a little more parity because when you look at like I was, like you know you're talking about. If this quarterback does good, if these receivers are as good as they as we think they are, we well, haven't these even, things happen. And I'm not even
0: trying to bust your balls. Hold on. No. But we haven't even said nothing about Jackson and the Ravens. No. The league MVP, <laughs> in a great running game, yeah. one of the t- toughest defenses in yeah. the history of the league. We haven't even brought them up. I think that that's the thing. Yeah. Um, and before I let you finish your point, my bad. No, right. I think that I think that there's – Each division has a pocket of teams of five or six teams who are so loaded up with talent, so solid. That you really, it's really going to be determining on all the all the intangibles, yeah. the injuries, some weird coaching, how the system's working. Talent wise, you can stack probably fifteen teams up, shake them up in a hat, and anybody fall out the old saying, that, right? that, and that and that's why I was saying that's cool. Uh, and so, that's cool. Yeah, I picked I picked four teams, and that
1: doesn't mean they're going to win. But my my point is is that the four that I picked, there's still a couple of wild cards, so there's room for other people. And all and and like I said. All of those teams have flaws. And so if everything doesn't go the way they want and another team yeah. starts to pick it up, they can change. So, yeah, th- this should be an exciting year. There should be a lot going on because when you go over into the NFC, which is where you want to head, I'm picking the Eagles in the East. I, I got the pack. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, because I think Dallas sucks. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't think Dallas did anything to improve themselves enough And I think the Eagles did, and I think Eagles are going to take that momentum. And I'm not sold on on I'm not sold on either their coach or the quarterback for the Cowboys. Now, Dallas had a crap ton of penalties, and I I understand it's the rookies, it's the new guys, it's the crap, but I don't tolerate penalties in my when when I coach Pee Wee football, I don't tolerate offsides in my third graders. If you're a professional coach, I don't give a crap. If he's a rookie, <laughs> if he's offside, Jimmy Johnson would have cut his ass 20 years ago in a heartbeat. And Mike McCarthy accepts the yeah. penalties. And that's his flaw, and I think that's going to be Dallas's flaw. And Dak, as much as I like him as a person – it's not kicking people's asses when they're when they're creating the fouls. Now, look, I get I get it when you hold because you got beat as a defensive back, or I get it because you hold because you got beat as an offensive lineman. That's different. That that's I don't want my quarterback to get hit, or I don't want him to get a touchdown. I get those things, but when you're offsides, when it's the basic BS, that stuff's intolerable. And Mike McCarthy lets it go, and even it I mean, because. You want it. You want to stop it. You want to stop it right now in spring training. All right. Okay, so it's real simple. Just, I mean, the, the first, the first offensive the... lineman, but the first offensive lineman gets an offsides penalty. You rip his ass off the field. You run somebody out. You chew him out, and you sit him on the bench, or you cut him the next day. Either or. It sends a message to everybody else. You don't be off sides. Stupid penalty and, and McCartney does it and Dallas. Unfortunately
0: is lose. with the Cowboys for a long time there has not been a system of checks of balances right. because Jerry Jones is the only one who runs a damn show. Yep. And so what you're talking about on all the other teams in the league happens, but it doesn't happen with the Cowboys unless the guy's sitting up there next to his sons and pretty soon won't be up there anymore, unfortunately. Great 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 uh, benefit yeah, yeah. for the league. All sorts of great philanthropy does for uh, Arlington, Dallas. But the truth of the matter is, is that there's got to be accountability in every level of business, let alone the NFL. Yes. And when you don't have it, then it doesn't matter. And one of the few things that that wavered with my Steelers, like you're talking about was with Le'Veon Bell and Brown in the locker room. They didn't want to listen to nobody. And then they went on to their illustrious careers. They had, which were floating pieces of turd in the public pool, (laughs) throw a Snickers bar in there. And it's the same thing. So, um, they're I the baby Ruth in the deep end. They're the baby Ruth in the deep end. That's one of them's a Snickers. One of them's a baby Ruth, and, and that's where they deserve to be because they didn't. If either one of them followed the system and listened to coaching, yeah. I'd say possibly Hall of Fame for Brown and list maybe Circle of Honor for Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. They had all the talent in the world, yeah. but where, when we're talking about the the Cowboys, I got to go back to yeah. Prescott is one of those guys right now that. He has the the opportunity right now to become a kind of a, a convergence of his career to where we think of him like we did probably two or three other great Cowboys quarterbacks: Danny White, um, Tony, Tony Romo. You know, really good guys, really talented, over the moon for you. Yeah, but you just don't. Make it happen. There you go. And yeah. until until the Cowboys decide it's from the top down, we can't just love our guy. We got to get a guy in there that get a Russell Wilson. I'm sorry to be rude. Get your guy in there. Not only that, he's he's gonna win you a championship. Put a team around Russell Wilson. And so I was gonna finish up one of the things back. I'll back up on the Broncos. But you 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 put the right person in the Cowboys' system the last 3 or 4 years outside or inside the system of uh, uh, you know the cowboys should have won a super bowl yeah. but they they've got another tony romo they've got another danny white and and I, I like the cowboys but and i like both those guys i love romo i mean yeah, i got to i
1: got to tell you though as a as a lifelong cowboy fan and this is kind of interesting so danny white <laughs> The sad part is uh, with Danny White and 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 you know god love you if you ever listen to the show I feel for you man. So Danny White takes over for Roger Staubach, right? He goes in to Candlestick Park, right? And the Cowboys are trailing late in the game and he drives them down the field and this is what people don't remember. He drives them down the field and they score. And they come back and take the lead late in the game against the 49ers to go to the Super Bowl. But sitting on the bench on the other side with a minute 32 to go some, named Joe some jackass named Joe Montana, and he drives him down the field and he throws a play that was so great they named it the catch because of how important it was. Danny, Danny White, it was not his fault that they lost that game. On the other side, it was either the defense wasn't good enough or just Joe Montana was that damn great. But it wasn't Danny White's fault. And that's a sad thing for Danny White because he always got hammered for that. And And I just want to throw out a piece of love for Danny White, not that he's the greatest Cowboy quarterback ever, but, man, that was one where how do you know you're going to have Joe Montana, a young Joe Montana Coming to prime on the other side. So, you know.
0: I'd say that there's a variable there because I would think that uh, if you're going to call somebody an army tent or a laundry towel, yeah. it'd have to be Romo. I mean, not to be rude. You say but that. You it up constantly.
1: You say that, and that's really funny. And, and because I live in Dallas and I was listening to some radio this day, and, and I love Tony Romo. And, and the only reason I'm bringing this up because this is funny. They did a study of the top 10 players whose defense and special teams failed them. And it was some kind of beam counter calculation, but basically what they did was they took, when you go into the playoffs, what your average points per game are and your average give-up per game, okay? And Tony Romo was like a plus nine. So in the playoffs, he was nine points better than his average. And there was one season, at one point, he did not lose in November. So So going into the playoffs, Romo didn't lose. But his
0: defense was a minus 54, and, and i i mean and there were there were several years where his defense wasn't great but all he had to do okay danny i'm not to that freaking expert. ball I, <laughs> right so I'm, I, I i may be an aficionado and know a lot about it and played it and all these types of things but all he had to do that one time so like when they went in and all they had to do was run the ball in for the super bowl for the seahawks so yeah. i'm i'm not a i, I i'm not a planner I've never played in the NFL whatever but homeboy just needed to get that thing stick his finger on it and they would have won that next game they were better yeah now 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 I do there so uh, you can say uh, stats yeah no no I do want to say I'd like you to pull up your magic stats about his overall playoff percentage record versus the quarterbacks Um, well well, hang 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 hold on on. statistically Romo's numbers are fantastic he's one of the statistically greatest quarterbacks in history. in the top twenty-five or thirty in stats, passing yards, block rating, but for mine, there's that one where you go yeah. playoff wins, and that's, that's what you got to do, and that's what you got to really. But worry that was what the about. stat
1: that they were doing was that in the playoffs, their special teams were were doing worse than projected, and their defense was doing worse than projected. Now, I, I do want to be honest. Okay, so number one was Drew Bledsoe. All right. And and he was the one they said got hosed the most. And I think Roma was three. But here's the difference in really good and greatness. Okay, because I think Roma was a really good quarterback. But the difference between Roma and greatness is the other names on that list include Tom Brady and uh, Aaron Rodgers. and, And they only did like the last 12 years. And um, uh, Chiefs, um, Mahomes. So those well, they guys, did it for so, particular well,
0: particular seasons well, no, about who got the worst support. But but
1: but my point is is that the great quarterbacks, Mahomes, Rogers, and 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 um, uh, Brady, they all still won, even though they got hosed okay. by by the that, others. That's okay. And, that's okay. and Romo didn't well, win. Romo was system, very good. And, and he that, didn't quite make it. It's the difference between very good and greatness. And Romo was very think, good, but he wasn't great. I think that's, so, a,
0: yeah, I think that's a really good point, Dan. I've been in one of your best sports points in a while. Because when you think about Romo, and you got to love the guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, everything about him, uh, class act, funny, all these things. Hot wife. But, but the fact is, is that, uh, well, um, um, hell, he's hot. Christ sakes, he's a good-looking son of a bitch. Yeah. Um, didn't get to shake his hand, standing five <laughs> feet away from him. One of the one of the places I took some of my uh, people in a security uh, capacity. But um, I will tell you that I don't. I don't know how many times I got to say this, folks, ladies and gentlemen. Football is a game about a system. Yeah. And if you got a crappy system, and you got a crappy owner slash GM who wants things done a certain way, you can have the most talent, the biggest day, and the most money, and you are not going to win championships because you got to have a good system. And until anyone realizes that about any team, the other thing is even if your system isn't that, that bad, right, you have to have a, like Prescott, there's a certain system that doesn't work for him he he needs to have an offense implemented in a running game without Ezekiel elliot who's a folding artist um one of the greatest disappointments of all time um <laughs> he's a king of origami <laughs> dude origami or with that big fluffy thing i want to use him as a brillo pad for my shitter no toilet I'm, I'm, um, I'm just
1: say i'm just say i'm just say we could we could call elliot the
0: origami king because he yeah, folds yeah. up <laughs> Dude, he folds up like a tent. He should have been in the Army and been in shipment and receiving so he could fold up all the tents because he folds up faster than an Army tent. And easier, too. He didn't, but he got the money and he got weak. The weird part is in his first couple of years, he was doing all that crazy stuff, getting yeah. caught in the Bahamas. Yeah, bless you, sir. That, thank you. That, that's just him growing up. That's just him becoming a man. But it looks like um, once he got that paycheck, not just did he stop following the rules a little, he stopped training. And running backs in the NFL that you see that are successful carry their bodies in a certain way because that's you get that beating. And there's no way you can handle six, five, six, seven, eight, nine years as a number one option in the NFL when your hair looks like his. <laughs> so hey, hey, mr william I, I invite you on to old guys Row radio and the reason i do i'd like to have a conversation about your dedication and about money it's a guy go either one of us two right sitting here with half your god-given ability would be hall of famers and what you are is a hall of lamer there you, you need yeah. to you're a hella lamer and a hall of lamer that you could have been a Hall of Famer. You know it. We know it. All the Cowboy Nation knows it. And all you're doing is sitting back going, dude, I got my money. Cool. I can do bong hits until like 13 weeks before camp. And then, then I'm good. And my boyfriend hey, can fly back to Jamaica. Blah, blah. God, I, I, it breaks my heart. All right. So,
1: next show, I need you to remind me because I'm going to have to ponder this question. All right. For the rest of my life, because, well,. You know, those who have not seen any pictures of us, actually, if you've seen a picture of us, I probably got a hat on because I have a hat on 99% of my life. Um, (laughs) You know, I I just do because I hate being bald. You know, I got married in a Western wedding so I could wear a cowboy hat because nobody's seeing my damn bald head for eight hours straight. It's just not happening. So I hate being bald. So I have to ponder this. Would I prefer to do the rest of my life bald or
0: have ezekiel elliott hair you know, I, I, I i would i would pay <laughs> I, I would use my credit card and i if you got that those implants put on your noggin with that big old buckwheat head yeah no 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 disrespect that but that's what the hair looks like to me i remember spank panky and alfalfa yeah. and If you got that big old fro Dude, I might might chip in. I think there's probably about 10. I know about five guys from our old company, Best Buy, that would chip in. I'd chip in. I'd throw in a couple bones. But
1: I have to think. Do I want to spend the rest of my life with his bad
0: hair? (laughs) I go to a friend's house. He's like, hey, man, could you come back by here one more time? Help me out with something. So he says, help me out with something, Danny. I'm like, oh, yeah, no problem. Uh, It's actually my brother. He goes, oh, I just need uh, like six post holes dug. Well, this isn't in Texas, right? <laughs> this is in New Mexico. They have rain yeah. like three times a year, and it's like 80 inches. So it's that calichean caliche rock, and this is behind a house that's 200 years old, literally. <laughs> so I'm like, you, you could have told me this before lunch. I just had double green chili cheese enchiladas. Can you come <laughs> over to my house I'm and have told- a heart attack? I'm just wondering. Yeah, hey, come on over here and kill me. <laughs> and I dug him, man. And he's there. Let put some more water in the hole. I said, if "You come out here again? That sounds all going one way." Okay, holes. I, I, gotta, I, ga, I gotta, I gotta,
1: ask, yeah. cause I got ask because I need to know what size steak did he serve you?
0: Oh no, he didn't. I was at a restaurant before. He didn't feed me.
1: Okay, then we need to go kick his ass. That's all there is to it. Right? Because all I'm gonna tell. Ta- because I will guarantee you, and Chuck will back it up. If I ever have you come over to my house and I ask you to do work at my house, and there's plenty to do. I'm going to serve you a two-inch porterhouse. Is that
0: not correct? You're, you're you're getting fed. Yeah, and you're getting fed so much that you'll wake up at like three down. Now, now, now. Wait a minute. Now he's got the horse there, and so I think the horse when I when I'm all drunk could probably snatch that porterhouse out of my hand. But I would save about so Danny knows I would save about half my steak. For about three in the morning, then I come stumbling, bumbling, rumbling down, and just chowing that thing like a freaking wolf. And, and I eat it, and it's delicious because I, I, I like to. I like to make sure the eight pounds of meat he serves me <laughs> <laughs> enters into my system in a little bit of a slower capacity than he does because he's got about twenty or thirty on me. But thank you again for tuning in to Old Guys Radio. Uh, we, we love y'all. And uh, as we're starting to come around the corner, uh, all right. So finally, uh, Super Bowl pick.
1: Oh, if I had to pick today, um, I yeah. man, it's tough. Um, I, I it I'm really gonna, is right now. There's I'm like go, five,
0: I'm, six teams.
1: Well, on each side, I'm going to go with the Bills. Yeah. If I have to pick today, I'm going to pick the Bills, <laughs> and on the other side, um, I'm going to assume the stars are aligned and it's the Packers not that I want the packers oh, okay. I'm just saying everything has to align right and it would be them but my cuz we didn't finish the NFC but quickly Eagles, Pack, oh. Bucks and Rams and again they're all flawed so every one of them could lose in the in the playoffs they could lose to a wild card and I I think honest to god I think this season is week 11 that, that weird week team 11, that weird well, team doesn't and it, it doesn't have to be a weird team week 11 the team that from week eleven to week eighteen, right, the next six games, seven games, that gets her shit together and doesn't have injuries, that's the team that
0: is on the roll, and remember, that's kind of going to well, be the remember. fun part. Okay, so that's again, Danny, you just talked about the history of the NFL or history of any sport that <laughs> when you get back into it, it's a good analogy yeah. because well, it's not just that; it's not just health. Because you can be banged up, but it's a team who's got that weird thing called Old Uncle Mo. So the team they get the, is playing they get the mojo. The team they believe they the can best. do it. They mojo, don't think whatever you, you got. Yeah, they got that yeah. confidence. They're going in there. Yeah. So, they, you know, I, I think part of the NFL should, for me, uh, I, I would never will be, but if I were able to be someone in leadership in the NFL, it'd be I want to have, like, week 10, 11, 12 against the Jets, the crap, the turds, the garbage, so that like with Mike Tyson when he was growing up, I could carry those four wins into that part of the season and then play my division rivals and get toughened up against the Bengals and that's why I'm still talking Steelers. I got got a better one.
1: Because, you know, the the, the way the NFL does is that you play your division twice, right, home and away, and they spread that out over the, the 17 games now, and then you play another division, and so that's... Four of your games, and then there's a couple other weed, weeded in. What if they did the couple other weeded in on week one and two? You play or what one, two, and three, however it breaks down, and then you play that other division, but you save your division for the last six games of the season, so you get home and away, home and away, for the for for that, because then that's the one, that's where it is. You get. The rest of it's kind of warm up because then you right. duke it out on the division, but you play all your AFC, AFC opponent. If you're NFC, you play AFC the first four six games, whatever it may be, and if you're and then you play the other NFC division the next four to six games. But you're you start all all wrong conference knock that all, out all it's a great idea. Show me the details. Then,
0: yeah. So here's what we're going to be doing, everybody in the world. So every week um, on my messenger, um, I'm, I and Danny are going to put out there a uh, little football pool uh, and pool. So it's no cost, no charge. Um, at the end of the year, uh, my friend Thomas and Albuquerque and I are betting our famous $2 bill. Um, Danny and I are betting 25 push-ups. And um, so a- anything you'd like to wager the best, the winner of the whole shaple, shamiel can get the get the choice of uh, all those types of things. So I don't know, man. Kind of I,
1: I, I don't know about twenty five push ups. I'm thinking maybe every morning. No, 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 maybe every morning. No, I'm I'm wondering. I'm wondering because because well, wait, so, no, no. I, I got another one. I, so I hang hang you, on,
0: hang I or Thomas. Whoever's got the best record can give one of those big bitch slaps to each other. <laughs> Just one, well, one no. of those here, here's here's you a, here's, out bitch slaps. Yeah, oh, here, yeah. Oh, that, that would, would be oh. hilarious. Oh, that'd be that'd be crazy. Hey Thomas, where no, are you? I was I was okay, thinking we'll get together and do
1: it. I I was thinking something a little different because you know I've been riding my bike and so I I have a shoulder injury right now and I can't I can't bench press, I should make push-ups hard, uh-huh. but twenty
0: five miles on a bike. That's punishment, man. No, it is, especially when you're a dude like me. Yeah, has no arse because he's Scandinavian. Yeah, I got shoulders from here to Houston or here to Granbury, but I've got no arse. So I don't know. What 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 on me? You know, we'll have to but, work on. Um,
1: I may, you may, you know, I may do, do this. Do, I don't know. I we'll, think we'll the best one. Yeah,
0: I think the best one because we're all we're best friends and it's always friends. My whole life. Yeah. we can have the big. Bitch slap, because you could give me a big bitch slap, <laughs> and even if you knock me out, I get like, dude, that was a good one, man. Or vice the, versa. What, what is it? though? Uh, that because I see those. I love. Oh, sorry, I'm using that. Will word. Smith, the, not, the Will Smith douchebag
1: bitch slap. We could yeah, call it the Will Smith douchebag
0: bitch slap. Whichever <laughs> one of the four or five of the close of <laughs> us has the best record gets to pick which the, the two other gets to. No, no. Worst record gets it from the best record. Well, wh- I mean, wor- goes, no, right?
1: wor- worst record gets the bitch slap. <laughs> gets yes, it and then the best record. From the best record. Okay, there you go. All
0: that's right. it. That's it. So uh, I don't care if there's tw- me, you, Thomas, yeah. Greg, and your brother. And so there's ten of us. Whoever's got the worst record has to take one big old bizzle slap for my nizzle all right <laughs> <laughs> one bizzle slap i think that's hilarious that's and we'll awesome make it fun.
1: Hey, we got to make right, a so video out of it so we can post it because uh, Rumble you know, rumbles you know, all about the video right. i didn't know that but rumbles all about the video so we got to figure out how to yes, post video are. so we're, so we're going to start rumble. doing we're going to yeah. start doing
0: video but uh we could we could put these on there for now uh, but yeah i think that's a funny thing at the end of the end of the nfl season so now I'm actually going to be analyzing my picks, not just having about six beers and going, oh, this is who's going to win. I don't, dude, I don't want Big Danny to give me a business line, dude. I, I've been knocked out. You ain't never been knocked out, man. It ain't no fun. Man. He comes tornadoing around, catches you in the chops. You might go ninety nine for about 30 minutes. And, and, you know, and
1: the funny part was is I think I, I can't remember last year who won between you and I in picks. I started out big. But then, uh, I, I, I started out big. Like first two, three weeks, four weeks, I was way up. But it whittled down all, and I can't. I think it was within a, within a game, and I can't remember. You won, but it was only by a game. It, two games, two games for the whole season. I mean, what was that? A hundred whole season, a couple hundred picks, a hundred and
0: some yeah, yeah, a couple so, hundred um, picks, I'm and gonna, it was two what, picks. So, what, so yeah, uh, the, the mm-hmm. max amount of attendees. We'll be ten, 10 attendees, and they have to be people we know. And they have to be people we know that will take the business slap. Yeah. I, I don't want to have to go, <laughs> go dragging somebody off someone else for not taking it. But I, I've got two attendees right now. You know Greg and Thomas. Yeah. I'm challenging you both to the football season. And if you get it or give it, I don't want to get slapped by Big Thomas, for God's sake. Oh, no. Um, but, but the fact is, is hey, he wins the whole shebang. And you're on the bottom of the list. If you get in there, you may go night night. And we're going to video. There'll be several people videoing. I'll bust enough. out my HD video camera and uh, go down and we'll video. But um, so anyway, thank you for tuning in, old Good guys. For radio, been a great show. Um, uh, underdog of the year for you, NFL.
1: Oh, I don't know. Cowboys. Yeah, probably. Yeah, uh, I'll give yeah. them the underdog of the year.
0: Well, for you, because you're they're, giving them the thing. No, they're nothing. a bigger
1: underdog than the Steelers would be. I mean, the Steelers, I think, have yeah. a, re- excuse me, a reasonable shot. Because when you talk about under – I'll tell you what, underdog for the Super Bowl,
0: I'd give to the Eagles. Underdog for the Super so, Bowl. Me too, Hiccups. Yeah. I'm going to tell you why I'm against that, is that this is the first year of the old coming out for Hurts. Yeah. Um, He – I think he's functional, but he's still half running. Which is why you know I'm giving happens.
1: them an underdog because I don't think they have a okay, cold okay. prayer and tell. I'm giving the Super Bowl, underdog,
0: but I think they're going to make be it to out. the cha- championship game. Yeah, okay. I'll say the Eagles will make it to the possible championship game because the quality of the running game and coaching. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Steelers about them in the NFC, okay. AFC, because um, they got quarterback by committee, uh, and one of the things is is. If their running back doesn't get hurt, that's a big fella, man. He's he's a younger Derrick Henry, and they got defense. And we all fail to realize if you got defense. Don't ever count out the Rams because Donaldson is a beast of beasts, and they've got a couple other players. Um, but my underdog for the whole league for the year, barring an injury, here get your old guys' real radio, get, get your money ready. You better watch out for those Broncos. I don't doubt that. Yeah. Russell Wilson is a winner, yeah. and they said he's already elevated the entire offense, and that's why I was screaming for him for Dallas or Pittsburgh or wherever, yeah. because Mr. Wilson is a, he's one of those guys, ladies and gentlemen, as much respect as I can say this, but he's a smaller guy, and the smaller guys fight harder, and they have to fight their way up to be a success. He's a Super Bowl champion. He's a lot of things, but he's smart. You don't see yeah. Wilson get yeah. hit real big very no. often. You don't see him do a lot of things that quarterbacks are bigger or a little more uh, aggressive do. So uh, my 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 Super Bowl special is would be the Broncos. I'd watch out for the Broncos.
1: So. I'll give you I, you know what I, I think that's a good pick. I mean I, I've seen a lot of picks now that Russell's down there uh, that they're picking Broncos to beat the Chiefs. Then and, and is he down there or is he up there? Are you in
0: Denver? He's down
1: there. I he, think anywhere. In, he's down. Well, it depends on how you want to look. From Seattle, he's further south, so that's down there. But anything in Denver, everybody ever else been, in the country been, elevation ever, is down from them. So, you know. You ever been to Denver? Yeah. You here. haven't ever been to Denver? I've been
0: to Denver. Oh, okay. Yeah. You don't go to Denver and go farting around and running around like you do uh, in New Mexico or down here in Texas because – you will, you'll be out of breath. I don't care who you are. Yeah, that first day or two you are up there, it's it's a weird environment. Day, day one's so, pretty rough. Yeah, and so that's when, you know, if you are an NFL player, you got to play a whole game up there. There is an advantage to mile high. I can't imagine.
1: I mean, I if I were a coach and I were going in a mile high from another team, I would take my my team there like Tuesday. And we would be there Wednesday, Thursday. That's and, it.
0: I mean, I would. Just start going. Yeah, just yeah. start running up and down the field. You know, or, you know, if you got enough money, just drop the airbags. What's, what's the highest <laughs> What's the highest mountain you've
1: ever climbed?
0: Um, it was uh, the Sierra Nevada Mountain. Okay. How high? Uh, and it was uh, 13,000. Uh, okay. Third highest in, in America. 13,000, no. 14,000 feet. It's not, I well, mean, I... Okay. Yeah, I don't really know so how I did there, it.
1: So there's, yeah. the well, there, there's a bunch of 14ers in the Not the peak. Well, there's a bunch of 14ers in Colorado. I mean, I've been through a bunch of 10s and 12s through New Mexico when I was at, at camp. But my wife and I were went to go hike Mount Yale.
0: I believe is what it was. And we I to go, used to date some 10s and 12s when I was young and good-looking. Yeah, well, you now I'm also sure. only... Actually, I didn't just date them. But anyway,
1: so my wife and I, we, we <laughs> go to hike uh, Mount Yale. And so... It's, it's, a, it's a day hike because you start at 10,000 feet and you go to 14, right? And it's a 14,000 mountain. It's a 14er. And so, but it's a day hike. And so we were going to do that. And we climbed for two hours. And we were wiped out. I mean, just wiped out. And we came back down, right? And we're thinking, oh, my God, we had to have been halfway. So the next day my wife decided she wants to go fishing. And I said, I'm climbing this freaking mountain right cuz that's just <laughs> that's just me and my ADD and I'm climbing the damn thing so I start going up the point that we took 2 hours to get to the day before because when you're at 10,000 feet of elevation you need a day to acclimate and you need to get some energy so right. that your body wants to process the air different so the next day I went up and in 20 minutes I had passed the point that took us 2 hours to get in 20 minutes And then I hiked another four and a half hours to get to the top of that damn mountain. But I hiked up of it. I got pictures at the top of Mount Yale. Were you dragging her with you? Was I dragging? No, no. My wife didn't go that time. She went down and she went fishing. I got pictures of her fishing. But I was was going to climb that mountain. The crazy part is I took a little fanny pack. I took water and stuff. But I took... Uh, a jack. I took a camera and a tr- little bitty mini tripod, not a big one, but one that I could put in my little fanny pack so I could set on a rock. So I have a picture of me, and I'm in sweats because when you get to the top of 14,000 feet, doesn't matter that it's four o'clock in June; it's freaking f- hot, you know. I mean, cold. And so I've got a uh, sweat tie or a jacket and sweatpants on when I'm at the top of the mountain taking a picture
0: of me, you know, cresting the top. But yeah, I mean, did you did you keep your clothes on? Cause I might I might have gave the old moon to Sundance. No, City no, no! I <laughs> added more
1: clothes. I added more clothes because you know me and me and cold weather don't get no, along. No, right at
0: the very top, I'm like, look what I made. Here's a little something extra for you about picture number five. Woohoo! Hey, here's something for your grandkids. Dude, oh. I was trying to
1: breathe. Anyway. I was trying to breathe. Yeah. I was I was trying to breathe. Take a picture to show what a man I was. Mooning people was not on my mind. I couldn't think that deep. I I was pretty spent at that point. Now, I will tell you, coming down was
0: pretty damn easy. Gravity, you just let it take itself. If you've ever – so I'm not going to ever climb rocks. But kind of that really steep going up mountains, I'm good with even to this day. It's kind of a challenge of how far you can go. Now it would be like three hours. I'm like, I'm done no matter where we're at. But, you know, in my late teens, I was – I had no body fat. I'd just go in and we just kept going, me and a couple of buddies. I was about 16, 17 and ended up at the top of the mountain. I mean, there was nowhere else to go. I'm like, um, I think that's California, guys. Like, Holy hell, what did we do? I was like, I just wanted to keep going. So, um, yeah, I don't I don't know where in this Sierra Nevada Nevada that was. It was in Mount Charleston and it was, I mean, there was a peak a little higher to the right, but it was three hours and we did good. But, um, hey, thank you all for tuning in. I'm going to call some more people out, not just my uncle and my family in Ohio, but my family, other family in Ohio. I went to see them, my family in Kentucky. Uh, I went and visited my family in New Mexico. They're all going to start tuning back in and listen to the show. And guess what? I'm not going to send you crapola if you don't like, <laughs> share, or you get on the, get on there and you follow us. That's it. Because uh, our new friend uh, up in the Boston area, he got on there and he liked us. And he followed us. So guess what? Uh, if he sends me his info, um, he's getting a fan. Old guys World radio
1: piece. at yahoo.com. Shoot it over there. Yep. At Old guys World radio at yahoo.com. Send us a message. We'll send you some stuff.
0: Send a message. And, we'll uh, get you, you get swag. How's that? Right. That's it. Send a message in, and, and I'm not talking about hey f you hoser, you know, from our friends in Canada <laughs> or do finks do from our friends in Germany. I'm talking about like. Hey, man, could you guys talk about this on this show? Hey, I got this idea, blah, blah, blah. Hey, you know, I'll, I'll even interact. take – I
1: think you were full of it on whatever, right?
0: Tell us right. if you, you didn't I'm like our opinion on something. Give time. me your opinion I'm on it. Let say sport. about the Wait. other three-quarter time about you. Yeah, indeed. So uh, cheers to everybody out there. God bless you. And um, and uh, I'll let Danny uh, do his uh, uh, final thought. So. Hey,
1: it, it's the same it's always been, or it has been lately. It just – Do something nice for somebody. I'll tell you you something I've done here in the last year, and I've done it now. It's three times. If you go to a restaurant and they piss you off and they're just horrible service, go on Google and give them a one rating. Uh, Rate them however you want, right? But give them the rating you want. I've done this three times to three different restaurants. And then they call you. If it's a big restaurant, they'll call you and they'll try to make amends. And they'll go, we'll give you uh, this gift card or we'll give you that gift card to come back. And I tell them – and the last one I did – I am not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rat out the restaurant because What's I sent it, the I sent the restaurant I sent it through their corporate headquarters. I didn't even put it on Google. I sent it through the corporate. As a matter of fact the last two were through corporate because I'm not trying to trash them publicly, but I want them to know that their service was was very, very subpar and not what I expected, and I'm disappointed. And the last one here in Granbury called me up, and it was the owner of the franchise, and he apologized for what was going. He goes, look, if you'll give us another chance, I'll give you a $50 gift card. And I said, I'll tell you what, I don't need your $50. If I ever decide to come back, I'll come back and I'll pay as a paying customer. But if you want to make me happy and you want to make it up to me, find the next military guy, police officer, or fireman that come in, and you use that $50 gift card to buy their food. And if you can do that, then, then... you know, someday I will come back to your restaurant. And when I do, I'll spend my money and, and I'll visit you again. And I said, and if I like what I see, I'll send you a message to let you know that I came in and that I liked what you did and, and that it was better. And I, I'm like, is that fair? And he's like, yeah. And it was like, so take that gift card and give it to somebody who deserves it and you and I are good and he's like I will do so, that. So whether he does or not, I don't know. I'll never I, I, know that, but I'm I trying kinda, to get that out there.
0: I kind of I kind of edged that one off. Yeah. That I went to a movie in Ohio and my rental car keys fall out of my fell out of my pocket in the movie. And so I called the I mean, movie theaters. This was one of the ones that has a full bar and restaurant and Right. And so you'd think that they had a little bit of service, but I called. I finally got a hold. I found out it was $700 through Thrifty Rent-A-Car for them to tow the car back and have a new key name. Ooh, yeah. So, folks, if you rent a car online, <laughs> the online insurance covers nothing. When you get to the counter and they go, do you want the $125 insurance, you go, yes, I do. And why is that? So it cost me... The second car I rented, it cost me 125 bucks, and nothing happened. But the first car I rented, it would have cost me over $750 because the online insurance through Expedia or billing or any of that, they call it a transaction. And what happens is that if you lose the key, then you pay out of your pocket, then you go back to them, and they decide if they're going to cover it or not. They don't tell me that online so thrifty said oh our rules are online i said i get that but this is terrible but so if you're going to rent a car when you go to pick it up at the counter it's convenient to rent online don't do the online insurance show up first of all second of all you got to know there's about another 150 clams so you get a car for four days it's 200 bucks when you get there you better have your car still having about another 150 on there because they're going to put not 150 on there. So there's all the, oh, this is our local fee and this is our condom clearance fee. And <laughs> <laughs> right. So, first, second of all. Yeah. So then, I call the theater, Danny, and so the keys are gone. I call him, I go, I'm telling you, sir, I went through everything. I only went two places that day. I went to that bar and I was wearing different clothes. Went to your theater and the key is not in his car or there. It's in there. And some young person went, Well, first they went, well, we already cleaned it. Okay, it's not in there. I go, please, please, I don't know your lifestyle, but $700 is big to me. Right. To me. So please go in there and look. And so within two minutes, nope, nothing in there, sir. Okay. Well, I show up, and um, I don't know, you you all know I do pest control. I crawl under houses, and I crawl in attics, and I'm not afraid, too afraid of getting crawling and dirty. So I start. Oh, and I had the ticket number, the seat number. I had my right there. I was like, this is where I was. Not there, sir. You know what the end story was. It was there. Danny has nice couches and recliners, too. <laughs> and if you lose something in Danny's couch, oh, it might shit. take you six months <laughs> to get it back. You'll get it back. It might take you a decade. You'll get it back. But it'll take you a long time. He lost something on his, his couch, and I was like, watch out, man. Get out of there. everybody knows Get out of there. There it is, damn it. Dude, i get it. Because that's me. So I got underneath, and I started at seat 10, and I sat in seat 2. Crawled on my back through all the piss and mess and garbage and gunk, and started butt crawling through that thing like I do in their houses. And back in the gears of that freaking seat next next to the one I was sitting in is that key. Oh, and I walked geez. out front. So here's my kindness. Here's my kindness of the week, ladies and gentlemen. So here comes Mr. Manager. He's five foot nothing and pointy nothing and, you know, whatever he is, right? And he comes walking up, nothing mustache, trying really hard, right? Comes walking up. I'm just just about to lay in there. And he's got, like, two younger employees with him. Can I help you, sir? And I'm like, you know what, man? Nah. I think I'm good. I held the keys up, and I was like, he goes, what's that? And, I went, and all I did was hand him the ticket for seat 9 jh yeah. last night's 11 o'clock going, and went, they were right there, dude. Thank you. <laughs> Whoa. It's like right before you punch someone in the face when you're going to whoop their arse. They go, Ooh, blah, blah. I go, they were right there in this seat here have that have a nice day so that's all I did and I was very proud that I didn't make a big scene or tell them what a a jerky was because I had a tow truck company online I had all these other expenses all built up but the bottom line is it doesn't take a lot to be pretty nice and fairly polite it took all I had that day for their incompetence but I still did not let them have it I walked out of there because I was like dude I'm not going to Ruin that poor guy. He might go home and smoke too many bong hits and jump off the Queens Bridge and freaking between Kentucky and Ohio because I rip him up for being incompetent because maybe he really is incompetent. So all you have to do is make a decision to be nice. It's not hard to do. And we got in the car, and my great buddy Joe, my great buddy Chris, they're like, Wow, that's the nicest you've ever seen. When you're pissed off. You didn't even beat anybody <laughs> up. I was like, Huh? How about that? How about that? Look at me go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but you, you got to preface like, oh. that,
1: that these were your friends from when you were younger, and you look at them and go, dude, I grew up.
0: That's what you want to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, they're like, oh, yeah, we played darts till 3 in the morning last night, so it doesn't know it or not. It was a blast, and we all stayed up all night and played darts and had a blast and all that type of stuff, what 20-year-olds do. But... Um, uh, Bless their hearts and all the things they're going through. Bless all of you. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, get on the Old Guys rural Radio websites, our Facebook page. Uh, and we're going to do, uh, do Area 51 later in the week, and you better tune in. I've got some really, really zippy stuff for Area 51 this week.
1: Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. We'll do that one on, on uh, Wednesday, so this one will post today. So. God bless you. You guys, all oh, he's back. We we've been having some slow stuff. I we heard everything he said, but then he just phased out at the very end. So gl- God bless you guys. We appreciate you listening. Absolutely, and don't let your meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs>